Out of the Mud Podcast. Y'all know how we do. Happy Monday morning. NBA been going crazy, man. The NBA has been going nuts. I know y'all heard about that James Harden trade. Man, look, we just wanted to get together and talk about it a little bit. You know, it's me, it's G, it's Keys. We all had to come together and just, you know, have a little conversation. So, listen, y'all know how we do. We're about to get into it. Out of the mud. Out of the Mud Podcast. What's going on, listeners? What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? We just back, man. It's another episode. This time, we really want to get into some of this basketball talk. It's been going on. A lot of stuff going on. But the biggest right now is this big James Harden trade. I know there's one thing that a lot of people been, you know, hearing about in the background, especially stuff he been talking about wanting to get off the team. But we just want to talk about yeah. it, you know. And uh, you already know I got the two biggest basketball heads on the squad. I got keys in here. What's going on, bro? What's good, man? It's your boy Sosa Urameshi. Big Burr, Key Shiesty. You know what I'm saying? All the monikers. I ain't even about to go through all that. We about to get into this hoop shit, y'all you know I mean? And uh on the other side, we got G Bands. <laughs> I don't don't start that G fucking bands. What's goody? What's going on? What's Get going it. on? Okay, so look, y'all already heard me introduce it. Y'all know what's going on. Hell, y'all know what's going on better than I do. So let's just go ahead and I'm going to just read the headline and then we're going to get right on into it. So the report is that the Nets, <laughs> the Nets have acquired James Harden in a blockbuster four-team deal that includes the Rockets, the Nets, the Pacers, and the Cavs. What it says is that the Rockets get Victor Oladipo, Dante Exum, Rodians Karukas. Oh my God, I can't say that man's name. Karukas. <laughs> uh, three of Brooklyn's first rounders, one of Milwaukee's first rounders, um, four of Brooklyn's first round swaps. The Nets get James Harden. The Pacers get uh, Karis LeVert and a second rounder. And the Cavs get Jared Allen and Torian Prince. G, tell me how you feel about the Rockets, really, because, I mean, of course, you know, the Nets get James Harden, but it seemed like the Rockets came out with a lot. I mean, how you feel about them? Well, finally getting rid of James Harden. I mean, obviously, if you got a player that's on your team that ain't trying to do nothing, that's probably the best best thing out of all this. They got rid of somebody that they that didn't want to play no more, so. That's that's the best part about this. But with who they got, I like the Victor trade because he's going to be a free agent this summer, so he's probably going to hoop just to get his stock up a little bit. I didn't know Dante Exum still has some trade value. This man has been around everywhere. He keeps getting hurt, too. I thought he was hurt now, actually, but. Oh, he's healthy. I guess, I, I guess he's playing. I, I, mean, I did see him play a few games with the Cavs, but I thought he got hurt with the Cavs. He did get hurt. Yeah, he got so hurt. I, so I'm, I thought he was still hurt, so they, some way he was still able to get in a package. That's right. That's, that's funny. Unless that's why he in the package. <laughs> <laughs> but man, three first rounders, man, and, and another Milwaukee first round. I mean, shoot, they 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 got they set for the future too. If they if they pick right, I mean, they picks it's 
it's more towards the end, end of the first round. But but they kind of had to get him that. Like, they gave up James Harden. Like, I mean, they kind of had to give them something to build off of. You know what I mean? But they definitely said they, they, they came out as good as they could out of this situation. Other than, I think, the Sixers. I think they wanted Ben Simmons, Maxi, uh, Thibel. <laughs> they wanted some shit from the Sixers. I think a couple picks. It's probably the best option they really had for real. Other than getting Ben Simmons. Well, check it out. Let's come back to the Rockets here in a second. Keys, let's talk about your Pacers. Your, uh, your Pacers. My bad. Getting Karis LeVert in the second rounder. How you feel? Uh. As a lot of people know or might not know, I'm a big Oladipo fan, huge Oladipo fan. So it's kind of like, you know, it, it's, it's good and bad. Depot didn't want to be a pacer. He didn't, you know what I'm saying? There was rumors or reports about him going to teams after games, talking about come get me, I'll play with y'all, blah, blah, blah. And then a lot of, I don't know if people seen it, but him and his, his sister, had some sort of back and forth with her friends and they was just kind of like just talking shit a little bit. And Miles Turner name got brought up and he was like, damn, I thought we was better than that. You know what I'm saying? So the Depot was just kind of, the situation with him was just doing a lot. So I'm glad that he's finally somewhere he want to be. You know what I mean? He had a good few years with the Pacers. His first year was obviously the best. And I wish him well, but <laughs> man, we got that, we got that boy Levert, man. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm excited, man. I've been watching Brooklyn um really close this year, and I was always, you know, he from he from Pinkerton, which is damn near Columbus for real. So it's like you know we all we already knew about him, but if you look up his numbers right now as a starter, you would be surprised. I think he averaging like twenty nine points a game as a starter. Like that's impressive, and his shooting splits are good too. And if you don't know what shooting splits are, field goal percentage, three-point percentage, and free throw percentage. But there's also other shooting metrics, shooting percentage met- metrics that you can go by, too. And he's excelling in those, too, like e-field goal percentage and true shooting percentage. Um, Levert is going to be a real good pickup because the, system, or the offense that we run, the Pacers, with some bonus, man, shooters all around. And he's two years younger than Depot, and, his con- and he's on contract after this year for three more years. So it's like he's kind of on the same timeline, kind of like everybody else. So it fits very perfectly. And we still got T.J. Warren, Goga Beatriz, and Jeremy Lamb coming back in the next two, three months. So the Pacers should be – I'm expecting no lower than a four seed. But either way, once they get healthy, they're going to be a really good team. LeVert, real good. And the second rounder helps too, especially when you, when you can draft well. We draft kind of all right. But we drafted Cassius Stanley in the second round this year. Well, in the last draft. And that was a um I like that pick. So if we could, you know, get chemistry right with Levert pretty easy, get it, you know, going smooth, get another good pick. Hey, I don't know about a championship, but shit. Pitcher's gonna be a tough ass out for niggas. So let's talk about the Cavs for a minute. Y'all think they got uh, a little bit of value getting Jared Allen? I mean, Torian Prince, that's nice, but I mean, how, how y'all feel about the Cavs? Jared Allen better than Torian Prince, my guy. Yeah, I Jared. guess it's just trade bait, I guess. Trade bait. I think, I don't think it's trade bait. I think it's, um, I think you let 
he going he's on the same like it's all about like the timeline of like your best players. I feel like, and I feel like their best players is Sexton and Garland and Okoro. I mean, the other guys like Seti and Dre, they're good too. But those young guys, I feel like he fits the timeline of those three young guys I first mentioned. Yeah. So it's kind of like he falls right in line with them. So it's like, all right, Dre get out, just slide Jarrett right in, boom. You know what I'm saying? And they got JaVale, too. Mm-hmm. They, they, yeah. Brooklyn need to talk to them. They definitely need to talk to them. <laughs> but, uh, the Cavs did good. Cavs did good, I think. Just getting their hand in there. They still in a really <laughs> That's how they thing. did. Just got their hand in. They just got their, stuck their hand in the cookie jar real quick. They did. out with a few chocolate chips. But they've been in a rebuilding phase. Since Bron left, like they, it's it's been all one being rebuilt. They had a good start of the season. Exactly. Sexton been hooping. Sexton hooping. been hooping. Garland been hooping. Uh, Okoro been hooping. Seti Osman been hooping. Like the team is the team is different this year. JD Bickerstaff is doing a hell of a job over there. He um he got them boys playing defense. They wasn't playing no defense last year. Now I think they a top five defense in the league. Man. Them boys hooping in, in Cleveland, man. Shout out to them boys in Cleveland. So the centerpiece of the whole trade, and then we're gonna swing back and y'all just y'all can talk about the whole the whole trade overall. But the centerpiece of it all, the Nets acquiring James Harden. How y'all feel? G, you could go first. That's your man. So I'm gonna man. let you have that. Finally. First off, he 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 got what he wanted. This this was his first choice. Get me to the Nets. Get me to the Nets. That was all he Don't kept saying. How you do like, it? Get wanted. me to the damn Nets. Then he started opening up to other teams. But other than that, get me to the Nets. Okay. So I'm glad he got to the Nets. And he got to a, a better team than where he's coming from. So he, he got to a contender. So he can stay relevant. Because I'm sick Russ going out like this. But besides that. Man, just like how everybody felt when KD went to the Warriors or AD came to the Lakers, but it's shit about to get real. It is about to get real. I just, I just don't see who is gonna stop him. I don't, I don't, I don't know. And and yes, I think it's gonna work because 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 James Harden don't mind. That was gonna be my next question. And that's you think and that's what people work. and that's what people don't get. Kyrie is is a shoot first guard. He is I do I see Kyrie still taking most of the shots. I still see Kyrie probably having more more shots than KD and James Harden. I do more likely see James Harden probably taking that that third fiddle, even though I, I believe he's better than Kyrie. But I think James Harden will come in taking that little third row, and then eventually he's just going to emerge into that second one just because he's just better than Kyrie. But I think coming in, he's gonna take that, take that. I guess they what they call it, the Chris Bosh role is what they call it. Explain that. But it's not gonna be. It's not. It's not gonna be a Chris Bosh role. Somebody got to. Somebody got to take the least amount of shots. Somebody got to sacrifice what they good at, which is scoring. It's only one ball, like like everybody say. It's only one ball. Somebody got to sacrifice, and I think James Harden will be the one that don't that don't mind sacrifice because he ain't got the ring. The other two got rings. That's what he wants. That's what he came here for. So I think he's willing to sacrifice <laughs> anything to get to this ring. And then once he get the ring, 
shoot, all this gonna be forgotten. Ain't nobody gonna care what all he did this year. Just like AD when he quit on the Pelicans last year, he got his ring with the Lakers. People don't even bring it up no more. To your point, um, ESPN, the NBA asked Steve Nash, you know, how he felt about his squad. He said it's a simple game, but it becomes complicated when you put different personalities and players on the floor. Our group's done a really good job of being unselfish this year and trying to move the ball and work together. So I've been proud of that. So yeah, I mean, he's moving into a system that they're 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 being unselfish. Even the coach himself is thinking that. Steve Nash in his first year is really going through a lot. This is a lot. Uh, KD being on protocol while coming off injury, Kyrie coming off injury, but not playing and going through whatever he's going through at his sister's birthday party. And now you got Harden, who we know is elite, regardless of what people want to say about playoffs and this and that. Harden's elite, you know what I'm saying? But you got Harden coming in with this uh fiasco that he pulled off, so it's kind of like. You're the guy that kind of makes all that mesh, all that bullshit. You turn all that bullshit into gold. That's what you're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? And that's a lot for a first-year coach, at least I think so. So how y'all feel about uh, Um, before Harden dipped out when he pretty much just said, look, I did everything I can do? His exact words were, (laughs) "We're, we're just not good enough. I love this city. I literally done everything that I can. I mean, the situation is crazy, and it's something that I don't think can be fixed. He, he was ready to go. Man, I, that was a, I, I feel man. like I feel like I feel like the Rockets did kind of they did kind of like everything he wanted for real. He got everything he kind of wanted. It's kind of sometimes you you don't you want to spoil your kids, but you don't want to spoil them too much. You know what I'm saying? And then they but they kind of spoiled him too much. And then, you know what I'm saying? But now, I feel like he, he really just got an opportunity to really, he, like, he really feels like, well, I feel like he could have won with the Rockets first off. Let me say that. I feel like he could have won with the Rockets. But I think he feels like, all right, that didn't work out. I got a real chance to win, and I got a chance to win with my niggas. And like G said, I think I really think it could work. But for it to work, Harden has to be the guy that takes a step back from the scoring, and he got to be the playmaker that they need. But he could take the edge. He could take a little bit of. He could take a little bit of load off of KD, and then KD can become that good defender he might have been in Golden State. You know what I'm saying? That's a lot coming off an Achilles, but you can see it. You can see more defense from KD with Harden. That's what I'm hoping for, at least. <laughs> he really ain't got no choice. He's going to have more energy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and he's going to be playing that, that four and a five a lot more, too. So he, and he, gonna, he can just play the safety role like Giannis. At that point right there, KD is averaging 29.9 points. Kyrie's averaging 27.1. And even after doing three seasons of averaging 30-plus, um, Harden's still averaging 25. So, I mean, the three of them alone can carry the team for 70 points if they really wanted to. I personally feel like they numbers is going to stay at that rate. You don't think it's going to change at all? 
I think James Harden numbers may drop to 20, 20 at the lowest. I think they're going to score at a high rate like this. So, yeah, I, I do believe they're going to they gonna continue to average this many. And Harden's durable. Like, they don't even play a lot anyway. So, Harden might still snap this year. Because they sit out a lot. Like, they didn't already – like, KD and Kyrie already sat out a good number of the little games that they played. James Harden don't sit out, bro. So, he going – so, all them little shots that he do want, he going to get. But come playoffs, they going to be ready for – ready for – because, once again, he don't got the ring. He willing to sacrifice whatever it needs to be for that ring, man. That ring means everything to these dudes, man. That's why they doing what they doing. Everybody trying to say it's, it's LeBron or it's this. It's the rings. It's the rings, man. So do you People think he's rings. do you think he's gonna like do that thing where he dribbles twenty times before making a move still? Or he I think I up? think I think I think we may see that. I, keep seeing we, that. I think I don't think we're gonna see it so often, days, but we bro. we will see it when they ain't playing. We we will see it sometimes because that's his go to ISO move. So when they ISO forward, that's what he gonna do. He gonna do that little dribble move. So we is still gonna see it because that's his that's his ISO go. So when they ISO form, he gonna do that. And I imagine they playing a lot of ISO and pick and roll ball with them for real. A lot of motion. If if Harden if Harden start going back to the mid range, and I and I feel like playing with Kyrie and KD, he is. Because they package it like that. About. So he gonna he gonna feed off of they package too, like you know what I'm saying? So man, I just man, like I said, everybody was feeling like about with the Warriors and how people was feeling like with the Lakers. That's how I feel like with the Nets for real. There's some doubters out there that think it ain't gonna work, but at the end of the day, it's gonna get to the championship, they gonna whoop on whoever there, and they're gonna be like it's unfair. <laughs> You crazy man. I, <laughs> I, I feel you. I would I would love that to happen. I just don't know if that could be A D and Brown, man. A D is. And the thing that makes A the thing that makes A D crazy is that A D go crazy, but he goes crazy at what they really need. And Braun does too. But after what I seen A D do in the postseason, oh my gosh. So since and since you're talking like, about AD and Bron, like AD. man, let me just go ahead and slide in that they just beat OKC 128 to 99. I ain't surprised. That Laker team is good, man. man. They a super I'm a team dude too. When, when AD came to that team, feet. he became they became a super team. Also, the motherfuckers is loaded. They they one of the best teams we didn't see around this motherfucker too. Like you know, what I'm saying the only reason the only reason why a lot of people. Ain't putting the Lakers on that pedestal because we just seen the Warriors. Like, you know what I'm saying? We seen what the Warriors was. Like, but besides that, bro, this is a great team. Like, a great team. This is a historic team, bro. Like, <laughs> this team is crazy. They definitely can, can, can repeat for sure. I just think, shit, James Harden might have to get on that. <laughs> Man, okay. And I just see KD on that with Bron, so. So I feel like he got niggas that's going to come with it. So before we move to the rest of the NBA, man, like how y'all feel about the whole trade overall? Do y'all feel like everybody made out all right? You feel like anybody came up short? Who came out the best overall? What y'all think? Keys? Well, the Nets came came out the best overall. 
They got the no best doubt. player. But um it's it just is yeah, I think it go um Nets, Rockets, Pacers, Cavs. And I'm a little biased with the Pacers, you know what I'm saying? But Karis is really damn good. And they and we got a pick too. We got a second round pick as well. But, uh, I honestly think it was it was most for all of them for real. I yeah, can't, everybody came up. I can't, I can't. Yeah, I can't. I can't really say Nets won, somebody else second because I really think everybody came out great. That's true. Like I feel like they all came out great. This it would be it'd be hard to rank them who came out what because if anything you you putting the Cavs at the bottom just because they ain't really getting nobody but they got somebody for nothing like you know what I'm saying they ain't even do nothing and they got and they got some motherfuckers so they got. When the, the NBA is starting to trend back big, I don't know if niggas is going yeah, to say it is. it is. It's starting to trend back to bigs for real. And bigs, because bigs coming out good, they showing that uh, they relevant. Like, nah, you can't just – I mean, yeah, I can shoot some threes, but at the same time, I'm needed. Like, that paint enforcer be needed. Like, in the playoffs, really be showing that when the you got to ca- play a team seven damn times. The Cavs got three niggas that's, like, empty upstairs. But they gon' they like athletic as fuck. Like Andre Drummond is athletic as fuck. Jarrell McGee is old as fuck, athletic as fuck. Jarrell Allen's athletic as fuck. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? They got rim protection and they all footers. All footers. All the shit. Like Drummond used to kill Miles Turner on the low. Kill Miles Turner because he's just so big. Pause. He's huge. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and, and, and that's why it's that, that's what makes the Lakers, man, so damn good. You got this big ass <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> in that damn paint that's just good at fucking everything he do. His shooting splits, and you I know you got a big like that, man. It's it's different. I know I keep saying fucking shooting splits, but what he was shooting in the playoffs, AD, it, it was ridiculous. <laughs> It, it, it was ridiculous. He was he was making everything from everywhere. Everything from everywhere. That the little fadeaway, his all his jumpers. He ended shit off the three. He was not playing, but he was hungry for that ring. He was hungry for that ring. He didn't have that ring. That's how James Harden feeling. We about to, I feel like we about to see that same thing out of James Harden. Not necessarily. Like that, but he about the the, the I, best. I, I think I know what you say. I know what you say. Because because niggas ain't got that ring and they need it. They need it. It's his only chance right here. And he know his window <laughs> short. He only a few. You know what I'm saying? He only got a few years left. You see how fat he's been looking. Hey, he really been looking fat. Though. Like like a lot of times, I'm like, but he really don't look fat. But nah, this nigga really looking big. Like he really coming on the court on some big shit. Like, but this nigga really cool though working out before the game. I really thought he, he had a waist trainer. He he be having something, bro, because it be looking wild sometimes. And then yeah, it be, it be looking wild sometimes. Like the pictures be looking crazy, but then when you watching it, you can see it too, though. Like you know what I'm saying? So it ain't just the pics. Like I be like, golly, Lord. damn man. It definitely made the NBA a lot more exciting because I really felt like the Lakers were just about to run through shit again. So I think I think they just make better competition. Like 
I'm saying even if the Lakers was to win, I, I still think it'd be it's it'd be nice to I mean it's it's already exciting to think about them making it playing each other in the finals. Like even though a lot of times that shit don't ever fucking happen. The two teams that you want to play in the finals actually fucking make it, but it'd be nice to see them two match up though. It, it you know what I'm saying, just thinking about that it could happen, it's it's exciting enough. Like, you know what I'm saying, that it's a possibility. But it's gonna be tough because the East ain't weak, man. It's gonna be tough. Yeah. And with them not having no big and the Sixers being so big and then Greek only doing big shit. <laughs> is gonna it's gonna be, be tough. Greek is gonna be on track. It's, it's, it's definitely gonna be, gonna be tough. It ain't gonna be. It ain't gonna be easy. And I can't expect KD to just be that force on defense just because coming off that injury. Right. So I don't even want him taking that, taking that on. But he gonna have to, or Jeff Green gonna have to. And I don't think he can. Greek, <laughs> man, him and him be. That was me trying to whistle. By the way, <laughs> I ain't got it, but. Yeah, man, that's it's gonna be tough for them. Ben Simmons and B really can have their way, like for real. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's like, but they got these niggas that really can't be guarded. I just had to talk my shit, and I feel like they just got three, (laughs) if not two and a half superstars. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, good next. So, how y'all feel about the league overall as of right now? Like I said, um. Uh, LA just beat OKC 128 to 99. Bron had 28 points and seven assists, and then um, AD had 17 points. Yeah, the Lakers playing like the champs and looking like the champs, though. So they they playing like how they supposed to, and that and that's what you like to see. You know what I'm saying? For real, out of out of teams, that's good. You you be mad when you see a good team come out and they play trash. Like I like to see that the Lakers come out every night and they hooping. They into the game. You know what I'm saying? Steph. I mean um not Steph. I called him Steph because he did his little <laughs> turnaround shit. <laughs> Brian having fun. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? He having fun out there. So I I like I like to see that. Like, you know that's that's good for the niggas wanna be Steph so bad. I swear to God. But uh, I don't even think the Lakers playing hard for real, honestly. I think they just kind of yeah, having just, fun. Yeah, just, just, just really cruising. Fun. They still finding themselves, finding their rotation. Yeah. And that's the because that's because because Tht. Ooh, I still don't know man. how much they gonna play him in the playoffs, Ooh, and he a hooper. But but they really might cut put cut cut the lineup come playoffs, like for Wesley Matthews or some shit. Like you know, I ain't gonna lie, give me Tht over Wesley Matthews. I know he's a vet. I don't give a fuck. Give me THT. That nigga's nice. Jesus Christ. Hooper. So, so you're a messy with the balls, man. <laughs> niggas watching highlights. <laughs> but as far as the other teams, though, you know, Phoenix hooping like I thought they would. Yeah, they playing yeah. good. Clippers, Clippers. I didn't think they got better, but they actually are looking better. Ibaka is it was a big change. Ibaka was a real big pickup for them, for the Clippers. Real big. Pickup. Kawhi is really on cruise control, I guess. Is that what and you PG been hooping. My, he hey, been hooping. PG man, I'm. I like. See, there's a misconception that I'm like a PG fan. I'm really like not a PG fan. 
But I you used to be. You used to be. I mean, he played for the Pacers, so I understand yeah, what it was. Yeah. He wasn't like a KD or somebody like like if Steph left the Warriors, I'm going wherever Steph would go. Type of shit. I ain't gonna lie. If Steph left the Warriors, nigga, where I'm going. You know what I'm saying? Fuck around if Giannis went somewhere else. What? I'm oh, okay, buddy. Where are we going now? <laughs> Type of shit. So yeah. But it's so much talent in the league now. Mm-hmm. How can you not Because like... Dallas is hooping. Luca just had him a nice ass game today. Mm-hmm. He better than Harden. No, but <laughs> Luca, Luca. No, but he's a he's a he's he's a he's a Harden protege. Yeah, Harden. Nah, but Harden uh, with, with these teams, him. with these teams is yeah, what these teams is doing though, which is giving it giving a player the ball and let them do what they want. Like Trey Young getting that same treatment. And, at the Hawks, you see John Collins don't like it. Because it's really not a winning formula to let one player, like, you know what I'm saying, do everything for real. But that's that's kind of what's going on. What? You ain't trying to win? It's all about stats, bro. You ain't know? Because that's all it's really doing is building your stats up for real. And that's why John Collins voiced his frustration like shit. Yeah. We just run it through Trey. His stats just looking crazy. Like that's it. Like he probably feel like he can do much more than just catch alley oops. That's all he really be getting a chance to do. <laughs> and that's why he declined that contract. Even though I think he's nice for the team, so it'd be good if he can stay there. Yeah, I like John Collins too. Uh, yeah, I, I really disagree with you for real. The thing about Trey is that Trey got to what Steph, what Steph does underrated to niggas that don't really watch or casually watch the Warriors is that Steph moves without the ball a lot, and he does it well. It ain't, it ain't even just the fact that he just move, just moves around a lot. He moves around a lot well. Footwork on a thousand, nigga. What? And then he's a magnet. He's a magnet. But Trey can, Trey can. I don't think Trey could ever be a magnet like Steph ever. But I do think that he could be a magnet. You know what I'm saying? Something like him. You know what I'm saying? The word defense mm-hmm. is, you know what I'm saying? Cling to him. Yeah. And then you got guys like Reddish, Hunter, Bogdanovich, Gallinari. All these guys can make open jump shots. So it's like, but he has to sacrifice. Niggas don't be trying to sacrifice for real, for real. And no. And that's okay. You're just going to have niggas like me talk shit about you every once in a while. And that's okay, too. We both going to win. Except you not trying to win. <laughs> but shout out to Trey, man. He got limatized too. Niggas don't know, but he got limatized too. Charlotte playing pretty good too. Melo. And Melo just. Shout out to fucking LeVar, Black Father. Melo getting up out his shell. Everybody was talking about him because he wasn't scoring. He just wasn't shooting the ball. He now he out about that shell. He started clipping. Bruh. He don't even he don't even bend his knee. Like he just bend his knees. Like he don't even extend his knees when he shoots. He just bend his knees. Let he that ball go. Like, like he just let it go. That's how you know it's water. <laughs> like, just let it go. Like, you know you couldn't really watch MBDL highlights. You know what I'm saying? You ain't watching no MBD. I mean no MBDL games. You know what I'm saying? You ain't watching no MBDL games. But I watch his highlights, you know what I'm saying? And of course his highlights look good. Almost everybody highlights look good. 
But when I looked up his shooting percentages, he was shooting like really, really bad. Like really, really bad. So I was just like, damn, he shooting terrible. I know it ain't all about that, but you know what I'm saying? It kind of do matter a little bit. You do want a nigga to make a lot of the shots he take, or most of them or some. So to see him, and he's shooting pretty good so far. I don't have the numbers. Gil, could you pull the numbers up maybe? Um, I don't know his shooting splits like off the top of my head. Yeah, I got you. Trey Young shooting splits? I feel like No. LaMelo, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, LaMelo, he's showing out. Like, he's showing out. And he got that height and that vision. His vision is ridiculous. Looks like his international stats are saying per game. This man's stat ridiculous. Seventeen points a game, one block, two steals. I'm trying to find the shooting splits, but six rebounds a game. But right now. They got him at twelve a game, twelve points a game, seven rebounds, mm-hmm. and six assists. Mm. But he's shooting, he's shooting forty percent, thirty-two percent from three, and then sixty-nine from the free throw. So that sixty-nine from the free throw ain't looking too good. Yeah, he could, he could get that better. But yeah, you seeing that? I'm seeing seventy-two percent from free throw. But yeah, I feel like it's. When you're young like that, you just want to kind of get up shots, get reps. Like, you know, what he's I'm still saying? fresh, fresh. Mm-hmm. You're right. You just want to get yeah, shots. That's up. what I'm saying. Yeah, he really ain't getting that many free throws. Though. Yeah. And he's kind of skinny, too. Once he get a little weight on him, you know what I'm saying? One and a half steals, not a block, two his, turnovers. His vision is ridiculous, man. Niggas gonna want to. Niggas gonna love playing with him. Yeah, he, they he got number one on a rookie board. He ain't right getting now. enough play time to have to to really um you know make too much change in his uh stat line. He's he's only the eleventh man out of what they got twelve on that squad. Yeah, he he. I know he's only playing like nineteen. That's what I was gonna like say. Yeah. Minutes. He get in the game. He trying to shoot. That's why he had that triple double the other day. Well, he had a triple double because he found out how to get one. <laughs> Once he found how to get one, it was over with. Like, and that's the thing. He be trying to score, but it's not like he really. He just take whatever you give him because he really be trying to pass. How you? How y'all feel about the team overall? Though, because Charlotte's nice. I like him. Yeah, I like somebody got to go, but oh yeah, um, get Devontae Graham up out of there. See what you can do with that, Devontae Graham. And then Terry probably got to go. I would, I feel like I would keep Terry on some like vet shit. Start him and Terry, and have Terry guard like the better guy in the backcourt. You know what I'm saying? Guard the twos. Um. But Terry can kind of play the one a little bit too, so it takes pressure off him. I would get um Monk and uh Graham up out of there though. And they not and they gonna be good, but they not even gonna be that good either, so they they probably gonna get a decent pick. 
nobody expect them to be good, but they in the playoffs right now, I think, too, though. So Yep, they are. That's why I brought them up. Man, DeAndre Jordan sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, son sucks. I'm sorry. He just need to lose weight for real. He look used to the little big, but you need to lose some weight. He gonna let him little alley use, but mm-hmm. other than that, they got this, they they definitely gonna need a big though. They got um the kid that's about to come back is better than him though, Nick Claxton. He's a lot better than uh DeAndre Jordan for real. He just I wonder if there was a way they can package something without giving up Jared Allen, which probably wasn't. But right. Shit. I'm they already got the kid Kyrie. I thought they was gonna have to give up Joe Harris or something though. He about to have to turn his defensive badges on or something so he can <laughs> they turn on they gonna make him lock in on the <laughs> They gonna make him lock in on the best player <laughs> every game. He gonna be sick. I'm dead. Man. He gonna be sick. I don't know how I feel about having a white man on like the best player in the NBA. For an extended period of time, I don't know. Unless he on some like trying to hurt niggas shit, then I'm like, okay, I'm fucking with you. But I don't know. I ain't gonna lie, I miss when niggas was kind of getting a little tough. <laughs> I kind of miss that, man. <laughs> oh man, shout out to Ronald Test, man. A foul nigga. I was about court. to say that was a nigga that would take Luke a he get a foul. Ron Artest fouled out a lot. What him, Bruce Bowen, Raja Bell, Jesus Christ. Oh my god. <laughs> he said Raja Bell, yeah. That's that's Bruce Bowen too. He was dirty. All these niggas is dirty. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they had in common with me. My little ass was dirty. <laughs> uh, sometimes you gotta be dirty, man. I'm sorry. So, football, it is the playoff. So, over the weekend, we had the Colts playing the Bills. Bills came out with that. God damn it. Uh, it's it's tough putting your trust in Phillip Rivers. But, I mean, they, they got his just as due out of him. You know what I'm saying? I feel like they low-key might maybe even exceed the expectations with him by making the playoffs. So. I'm going to tell you what it was. Phillip Rivers was on bullshit. But he played pretty decent. He did play pretty decent. But you heard what I said the first time. He was on bullshit. Frank Reich needs a drug test. He needs a drug screen. I'm sorry. Chris Ballard, they got those at Red A, CVS. Get it done. Just get it done. And I like Frank. I don't got an issue with niggas named Frank. A nigga named Frank used to cut my hair. No issue with niggas named Frank. However, this fucking Frank, this fucking Israeli nigga, and I don't even know if he's Israeli, but he looked like it. Yo, this fucking Frank was on bullshit. The play calls was ridiculous. And I'm just like, bruh, you're better than this. Sometimes when you're the head coach, you don't necessarily need to be like the primary play caller. He showed, he showed me fucking why. He just showed me fucking why. Nigga, sit, sit in the front. Just stand up front and head coach, my nigga. Head coach. 
Man. You know what I'm saying? You got Nick Sirianni there. He's supposed to be your young boy that you raised and trained or whatever. That's who Nick Sirianni is from the Chargers because Frank Reich used to coach the Chargers. Yo, let him let him get busy too or something. Switch it up, nigga. I don't fucking know. But the shit that I saw, we we gave them niggas that game. We gave them niggas that game. We missed the field goal. We went for two. I think yeah, we all we went, went for, for two, on fourth it. down. They didn't go for the field goal. That fourth was the down first point, and that was the yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. So we could have we could have went to overtime, but we we he wanted to be aggressive and go for the fourth down. Sometimes I get that. Be I get it being aggressive. I understand. But in this game, the situation, I felt like aggressive. Nah. You need to just get on the board because yeah. it's a team that can get on the board pretty quickly. Our defense played really good. He was just Jared Josh Allen is just really fucking good. That nigga looked amazing. Like and I knew he was good. I I, I told I thought the Browns should have picked Josh instead of Baker. I said that while <laughs> working at Honda the whole time. But uh yeah, man, like he was really fucking good and couldn't do nothing with him. I mean, we hit him a few times, though. You know what I'm saying? Defense, defense held up. Our offense just didn't really do what it was supposed to. For real, for real, honestly. But we coming back next year, though. <laughs> and then we had, then we had the Rams and the Seahawks, which that wasn't even really too much of a game, and it was a lot of sl- slander for for Russell Wilson after the game on Twitter. They was letting him have it because. They was they was down the whole game for real. They was down the whole game. It was never really too much of a game, especially starting off. And he didn't really do too much. But Russell Wilson is a dominant quarterback. You can't expect him to be great every fucking game, especially him and him and him and DJ Metcalf got into it the first few minutes of the game, and then and then he threw him a he threw him a touchdown pass like right after the argument. So it was like crazy that they had that little spiel. Right before, but it wouldn't. You know what I'm saying they came out not looking good. Like they came out the gate just not looking good, and it it went like that through the whole game. And I mean, really, really, just like like to elaborate more on that is like the man has been dominant for years. It's about time that he's not gonna be as great as he was a couple years ago. Like they went to the playoffs. That's. If they would have, if if the Seahawks would have made it to the uh to the championship, you'll be surprised for real. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but he's getting held like he's getting held to like um Aaron Rodgers like exactly and all that type of stuff. So it's kind of like he got to get that type of slander. When it comes mm-hmm. to games, like Lamar that. Jackson already is. It was already talking about he couldn't get out the first mm-hmm. round. So you getting bounced out, making the yeah, playoffs ain't enough with, with with quarterbacks of that caliber, I guess. Especially black quarterbacks. And I'm so happy Lamar won. I ain't gonna lie. I felt like we could have beat them if we played them <laughs> for real, for real. But I'm happy Lamar got that monkey off his back so niggas can shut up. Cause niggas be just doing the most when it comes to Lamar. It's like, damn, dude. Like, what's the real issue? Yeah, Black and great. That's the issue. Black and great. And then we had the the Buccaneers and the and the Washington. 
Washington football team. That's so ugly. Which that's turned into a a better game towards the towards the second half. But Tom Tom came Chase Young came is out so good. Once he got that lead, it won he won he won letting it go. Tom swear he that's still all that got really happened with that. Yeah, we can get off the that that Saints and Bear game. That really wasn't a game. That was boring. I'm mad I even sat through and watched that. That was that was a blowout from the from the joint. The Bears they didn't come to play. I wonder what they're gonna do with um the Trubisky thing. Are they going? I guess I seen something about like they say they know that quarterback is the issue, but it was kind of like a. Almost like a vague statement. Vague how? What do you mean? Like, I ain't gonna lie. I kind of don't exactly remember the quote, but it was kind of like on some like duh shit. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You kind of need to be a little more specific on what y'all plan on doing to get this done because it's an issue. Not trying to be funny, but they um, I don't know if I don't think they're in a situation like the Colts where it's kind of like. You're really just like a quarterback piece away, but they got pieces to where a quarterback and maybe a few other pieces, boom, and they right there too. You know what I'm saying? But y'all, and then it's like y'all had a chance to get a great quarterback, and then y'all chose the dude who was a backup to somebody. Like y'all could have drafted Deshaun Watson, but instead y'all chose the dude who has the quarterback look for the most part. Let me ask y'all one totally off topic. Y'all, uh, y'all think this is gonna be the most watched Super Bowl of all time since everybody pretty much in the crib anyway? Yeah, good question. Uh, they got a chance to, man. I ain't gonna lie. White people love for real. So. <laughs> that is the most watched. Like that's the most watched. Uh, and show like Tom Brady and them will. You got Patrick Mahomes making it, so if he make it, yeah, of course everybody gonna tune in. Don't even matter who he playing. That's crazy. It'll be crazy if Mahomes don't make it. If he wins again, oh, if he man. don't make it, I'll be more surprised as, than if he won again. Mm-hmm. Like if he didn't make it out, I'd be genuinely like, who? So who the fuck gonna win? The Brownies. That's that. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad they got that dub, man. I'm glad, and I'm glad. Hey, as soon as I don't know if y'all watched it, but the first play, you knew it was it was a rap. Like you knew it was a rap because that was that was a fumble, and they that scored game that first play. Bad. That game looked so bad. <laughs> All I seen was highlights, and I seen Juju get laid out. Like, like it was 28-0 the first quarter. They fuck with that man about all his goddamn TikToking. <laughs> I be trying to tell my girl, no res- no man who has honor and respect is really out here TikToking. She don't want to hear that. Like, yeah. he owns it. I don't even got one for real. Like, what? I can't do that. But. 
Do we know who's playing who next round? Sure do. Uh, just that. Actually, I think. I I think. Let me let me let me double check. But I we think the that. Browns are playing the Chiefs, Kansas City. Yeah, the Browns uh, got yeah, the Chiefs. Yeah, Browns are playing the Chiefs. Because everybody mm. talking, oh, they're going to get smacked by the Chiefs anyway, which is obviously a possibility. But it with, is, the, with it being a playoffs and you don't know what's going to happen, this could be a close game. Like, you know what I'm saying? It, it could be. And that's and that's all I always – I always just want good games, though. You know what I'm saying? I always the, fact, the fact of the matter, the only thing that you can really say about that game is you didn't expect the Browns to get there, and the Chiefs is going to do what the Chiefs fucking do. That's it. Like the Browns could beat them. Yeah, because they Chubb, Chubb, they're gonna have to let Chubb and Hunt just run down their throat. Yeah. Just run down their throat. And then Miles Garrett just gonna Yeah, that defense that, that defense gonna have to be they gonna have to be on A one that day because <laughs> Man, man, man. I never thought I'd see the day man. when I'm talking about the Browns. Like they just they really could take it. <laughs> And you sick. Mm-hmm. I know you sick. You, you, you I am. You I'm sick. a Bengals fan, bro. They gonna, they gonna, they gonna need, they gonna need stuff to happen like the what happened with the Steelers, just fumbles and you know what I'm saying. Chiefs gonna have to come out doing really stupid bad. stuff. Ohio team, that's it. I'm still gonna be behind them just because they, they there. <laughs> that's He's it. Sick as a rival. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So y'all right with the Browns. At least it ain't the goddamn Steelers again, nigga. <laughs> them and the Steelers, they hate them both equally. Exactly. And you got the Rams and the Packers too. They play too. The Ravens, Bills, ain't and the Buccaneers Brown? and the Saints. Who in the Ravens? Ravens gonna smack them. What? No disrespect to the Bills. The Ravens gonna smack them. <laughs> Nigga, I, I don't see them. I don't see them putting up too much of a fight. Nah. It's gonna be a good game because the Bills ain't the Bills ain't no joke, and, and they got um the man, uh, Stephon Diggs, bro. He's we see, bro. Man, it makes Josh it makes Josh Allen and so much easier for him. Bruh, Allen is, I, mean, I was a believer before, but after what he did to the Colts, man, how can you not? How can you fucking not? So it's gonna be, it's gonna be tough. It ain't gonna be easy. I don't think so. I mean, I want, I want the Ravens to come out and smack them in the mouth, but I don't know if it's gonna be that easy. Though. Either way, I think it's gonna be an interesting Super Bowl. No matter who goes, it's it's teams in, in that. He ain't usually there. You know what I'm saying? Not just the Browns. Like, the Ravens, the Ravens, you can usually take them to the first or second round. Um, who else? The Chiefs. The Chiefs only really just started making it in the last five, six years. So, really, this Super Bowl, whoever makes it, it's going to be a good-ass game. No doubt about that. Is Michael Thomas back for the playoffs? I think he's trying to, but I don't think so. 
Don't let him come back. Oh, man. Well, I guess this is about it. Gil, you're going to have to edit some hey, stuff. It's all good. Let's just end it off strong real quick. Mm-hmm. But, y'all, as usual, man, I mean, we finally got into some some sports talk and, you know, definitely, definitely got some opinions, you know, and it's, it's going to be a, it's going to be a good season all around. It's going to be a good uh, NBA playoffs come spring and summertime. But right now I'm looking forward to the, to the Super Bowl. We're going to see how that goes, but y'all want to leave with any final thoughts before we get up out of here? Uh, Houston. <laughs> Plays the Nets March 9th, something like that. Somewhere, first first week of March, something like that. I can mark that on y'all calendars. That might be a crazy, crazy game right there. Keith, anything you want to say to him before we get up out of here? I ain't going to lie. I'm about to talk about the teams I like Don't real quick. <laughs> um, Pacers are going to be a formidable playoff team. Brogdon, Levert, DJ Warren, Miles Turner, Sabonis. You can beat them, but you don't want to play them, if that makes sense. Uh, with the Colts, um, stay tuned for the quarterback situation because it might get interesting because you never know. People is leaving, quarterbacks getting drafted. I'm waiting for the draft. We got an excellent GM. So I ain't gonna lie. Um, when it comes to the draft, I don't really worry about it because I know we gonna get quality. And shout out to Steph Curry, man. Shout out, Steph <laughs> as always, Curry. As always, awesome. They was hating on him. They really shit. just hating on him for no reason. Now they want to swallow their tongue. Man, talking about some. Yeah, they eat too deep. Man, nigga, you need to shoot, shoot the fuck up. I just want to see if he can lead a team by himself. I just want to see if he can do it. So much hate. Ridiculous. We can, we can hold him to a standard like everybody else now. <laughs> just because just Batman ain't got Robin with him, don't make that man not great. That's all I'm saying. Steph is still... Still the greatest shooter of all time, whether Clay Thompson is on the court or not. And they need to respect that man for that. But we're going to get back into some more talk later. Y'all know how we do. We always try to bring y'all something interesting to talk about. This week we wanted to get a little bit more into sports and stuff like that. But you know what? It don't matter how we do it or what we say. We still having a little bit of fun and just being out of the mud, man. So. Show y'all some love. Let y'all know we're going to be back next week. Peace. And there you have it. Another great installment of the Out of the Mud podcast. We appreciate y'all for coming out and listening. You know, we, we really appreciate everybody. But we'll be back next week. We always got some fresh content for y'all. Y'all make sure to stay tuned. Out of the mud. Peace.